We thank God you have tuned in to this message by David Entry at Caris Church. No hand can help you with the fulfillment of your destiny but the Word of God. May God's hand align with you further into your destiny through this Word. Psalm 116 and we are reading from verse 4. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and the righteous. Yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was brought low and he helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believe, therefore, I have spoken. I was greatly afflicted. Here is the reading of God's word. Amen. Father, thank you for the blessedness of your word. It's a word of faith. It's a word which is food, nourishment to our spirits. As we get to hear your word, we pray, let the book be opened. Let the seal be broken and let the book be opened by the lion of the tribe of Judah, the lamb whose blood has purchased from amongst men people from all nations to make us priests and kings. Lord, let your word speak as your word is preached. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, please be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The spirit of faith. When the text we read, when you look at it very carefully, you notice that I'm talking about Psalm 116. We started from verse 4, but it doesn't look very nice in the verse three. The verse three talks about how sorrows of death has compassed me and the pains of hell got hold of me. I found trouble and sorrow. Now, no one likes this. Is anyone who likes this? No. And he said, this is my state. But he says, that was not the end of the story. I called, then called I upon the name of the Lord. And oh Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Then he goes on to say, gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yeah! Our God is merciful. Let's all say that together. Our God. Say it again. Say it again. That's why there should never be a time you think you don't deserve or you don't qualify to come to God. There should never be any time in your life, it doesn't matter what you have done. It does not matter, even if people give up on you, never ever think that you have done something or you've gotten to a stage where you can't come to God. Why? Because our God is merciful. So there is always enough provision to cover you for your faults. Not to endorse your faults, but to cover you if you attempt to come to him, there is an allowance 
because he's a merciful God. The Bible talks about how his mercies endures for a season. For a season? For only winter? For only when things are nice? No. Forever. There is always abundant in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4, it says that, but God who is rich in mercy. So you can always come to God for mercy and never come and ask for merit. Always ask for mercy. It doesn't matter how right you have even behaved. Our Bible says our righteousness is as filthy rags. So it doesn't matter how right you have behaved, there is still, you will still fall short of God's standard. That is why we have to always ask for mercy. And remember, our God is merciful. Let's all say that together. I feel somebody sitting here who feels like, hmm, you don't know what has happened in my life. I really don't feel good at all. Tell the person, our God is merciful. Tell somebody, our God is merciful. He said, our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple. I was brought low, but he helped me. <laughs> you, know, you, you will not stay low. He said, rejoice not over me, oh my enemy. In the book of Micah 78. Rejoice not over me, oh my. For when I fall, I shall rise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Don't rejoice over me because even if I fall, I shall rise. The righteous can fall seven times and rise up again. Why? Because I was brought low, but the Lord helped me. I see God is helping someone listening to me. I was brought low and the Lord helped me. Is there anyone listening to me who feels low? God's help is available for you. I was brought low and the Lord helped me. Then he said, return unto thy rest, O my soul. In other words, chill out. Chill out. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good, you're fine. You're you right, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be fine. Today I feel like preaching with somebody, you know. Can you help me preach to somebody? Tell the person, you'll be, you'll be, go, you'll be okay, you'll be okay. okay. Relax, relax. Tell the person, God is merciful, so you'll be okay. Return to thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. Wow. You see, this alone, this alone is enough to take you through the year. Psalm 16, verse, 116, verse 8. It's enough to be your boat for the waters ahead. Oh, stand on it. You stay afloat. See, your problem is you believe in your problems. <laughs> More, or let me put it, you believe in the efficacy, the viability, the potency of your problems than the power of God's word. I understand because we are all human. And sometimes, humanly speaking, is easy, Pastor. You don't know what you are talking about. Yeah, I know. I know you are trying to preach, but Pastor, this one is different. <laughs> this one, no. Commonize it. They don't make a difference. Different, Pastor. This is common like the others. 
Didn't, didn't David commonize Goliath? You want to compare? Listen, a lion is not a soldier. He doesn't have weapons. An American soldier can easily, or a British soldier, can kill 10 lions at a go, just with a gun. Lions don't have weapons. Just that if you don't have weapons, it's not a good thing. But Goliath is well armed, and he's tall, he's huge. People have to carry his shield for him. <laughs> and his spear, this guy has been fighting from his youth. Now he's a very tall, big man. So don't bring him down to the, the level of a bear. A bear doesn't know how to throw spear. But David said, whether you can throw spear, you can't throw spear, whether you can eat meat, you can't eat meat, it's the same God who was there for you. In the, it's the same God. And David said, the same God who delivered me from the lion and the bear will deliver. So he said, it's not me, and it's not the challenge, but it's the God who is with me. I am here announcing to somebody, it doesn't matter the state of the problem. God, the same God, the same God will help you. I see God helping somebody here. If you believe this, shout your loudest The same God, same God who delivered me from the lion and the bear. David said, the Lord who delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he would deliver me out of the hands of this, this, this. So it's not me. I can't fight him, but he can't fight what is behind me. He, he can't, yes. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, for thou hast delivered my soul from death. Let's all quote that scripture together. Let's say it. We're going to repeat it three times. All right? We want to confess it. Let's go. Read it like someone who accepts God's word. It's not by force. <laughs> it's not by force. But if you want to enforce the manifestation of that scripture in your life, you got to repeat it. Make it your own. Own it and speak it. I was teaching this week, I was telling them. You see, it's like, for thou hast delivered my, who is the my? You didn't write it. So if you didn't write it, you can't make it yours. As it stands. Because somebody wrote it, this David. Who wrote it? So it's David's story. But you see, the word of God is not somebody's story. The word of God is living forever. That's why you, you always see in the scriptures, that says the Lord. That says the Lord. It didn't say that said the Lord. If it was that said the Lord, that you can say there is someone saying. But I said God is still, he said it and he's still saying it. Until the end of human life, is the, the word is still valid. It depends on who wants to say, okay, that's me he's talking to. So he says that thou has delivered my soul. You are going to personalize it. And as you say it, that mind is changing from the author, the in secondary author of scripture to you, to you who this belongs to. Thou has delivered my, my soul from death. Do you believe it? <laughs> if, you, if you were to die this year, you should have died earlier last year. But if you didn't die last year, 
Then what, what, what makes you think you had that? I'm, I'm preaching to somebody. I'm prophesying to somebody. Okay, let me show you. The God who delivered you last year, the same God, the same God, the same God, the same God. So if it's the same God 2024, then you have a guarantee. You are safe and you are secure. Why? Because God has delivered your soul from death. God has delivered my soul from death. Say, let's go. Of tears and my feet from one more time my soul from death my eyes from tears and my feet Lord for the last time for thou has delivered my soul from death my eyes from tears and my feet give the Lord your loudest praise hallelujah add this bullet to your arsenal to your covenant arsenal. When the devil tried to you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears. You won't be put to shame and be crying. Listen, when you personalize this, you are not going to be looking for a special man of God to pray because this thing has, oh man, does that mean men of God prayer is necessary? It's part of the whole package. But I'm telling you, some things will not even be necessary. Do you think surgeons are not important? They're important. But some of us, for now, we don't need them. <laughs> you understand that? Would you believe that this morning I have not taken paracetamol? I haven't taken paracetamol. But is paracetamol bad? No. But why haven't I taken it? I don't need it. Tomorrow, I will not need it. Next week, I will not need it. I won't need it. If the need comes, we will go to the bar. For now, I don't need it. I don't need it. I am fine. And so that's what I'm telling you. God is taking care of you. I prophesy to you that your life is secure. I prophesy to you, God is delivering you from tears. Your eyes from tears. My soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet. One more time! Delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet. For the last time, Lada! Scripture said that for our rock is not their rock. No. Our rock is not their rock, or their rock is not like our rock. Our rock is the Lord himself. For their rock is not our rock. Even our enemies themselves being that. Their rock is not our rock. Their rock is not our rock. Our rock is the Lord himself. What does verse 32 say? Her rock is the Lord himself. 
for their vine is of the vine of Sodom and they are filled with like, their grapes. Let's go to the verse 30. There's, there's verse, verse 30. How shall one, yes. How shall one chase a thousand and to put 10,000 to flight? Except their rock had sold them and the Lord has shut them up. But our rock is no, but their rock is not our rock. <laughs> Magada. Don't cry like the way people who don't know God cry. He said, he has delivered your soul from death, your eyes from tears. <laughs> Hallelujah. The older you are, the more dangerous it is to fall. Yeah. The more dangerous it is for you to fall. But he said, he has delivered your feet. He shall give his angels charge over you, lest you dash your foot. Let's repeat that scripture for the last time, one more time, very loudly. Let's go. My soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet. I feel we should say it again. My soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet. For the very last time again, for thou hast delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from fall. He said, I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. In other words, you always find me in church. Yeah. I'm always with the Lord. There will not be churchless moments in my life. <laughs> this year, there will not be churchless moments in your life. If the world will tell you that you don't have to go to church too much, you should understand why they can say that. Because they are wrong. <laughs> you want to put 10,000 to flight? Better check what rock you are talking about. And let me let me go. Verse 9 says that I will walk before the Lord in the land. And then verse 10 says, that's where we've been coming to. That's where my preaching is supposed to start. <laughs> verse 10. So do you know why I've been telling you to say it? You know, we read verse 8 about 10 times and more is because this said, I believe. Let's read it aloud. I believe, therefore have I spoken. I was greatly afflicted. So he said, I was greatly afflicted, but I believe, therefore I've spoken. This affliction is in the past because from today going, in the past because verse 8 says that thou has delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. Thou has delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet. One more time. Thou has
has delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet. I believe, therefore, I have spoken. I want you to know, it says that, verse 10 again, it says, I believe. Someone say, I believe. I believe. Say it again. I believe. Say it for the last time. I believe. I believe. That's what distinguishes you from others. Don't let anyone look down on you because you believe. Because they also believe. To be human is to believe something. One of the dangerous things about when your mental health is attacked is that you can't believe. You, you can't believe. But you, you need to understand something and accept it and believe it. So some people believe that you are wrong for serving God. <laughs> so why you believe serving God is right? They believe you're serving God. Why are you making them make you feel like you believing is wrong? They also believe something. And so long as you are concerned, the Bible even says that everyone who says there's no God is a fool. Proverbs 14, verse 1. So the Bible, you, you, you should not let someone's belief be imposed on you. So you change what is helping you. He said, I believe. And when I believe, I have spoken. I was talking. Now, believing is fundamental. You, God cannot help you in spite of your belief. For God so loved the world. Out of all the love he has, he still can't do anything until you believe. His love cannot be actualized and you can't download the benefits of God's love in your life until you choose to believe. He said, I believe. Does not make sense when the Bible says the just shall live by faith? You can sit down, please. When the scripture said the just shall live by faith, I walk, I walk by faith. You don't have to see the Holy Spirit to know he's with you. <laughs> Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no, why? Because he's with me. So, the scriptures make us to understand that the just shall live by faith. In Mark chapter 11, verse 22, Jesus says that, oh Jesus, thank you Lord Jesus, I love you. Thank you, I love you, I love Jesus. He said, who have you not seen? Believe in, you love. Rejoicing with joy, First Peter 1, 8. Rejoicing with joy, unspeakable. The kind, when you really love Jesus, the kind of joy that comes with it is full of glory and you can't fully articulate it by any natural means. You can't explain it. Why are you so excited? Why are you so excited? You understand it. He said, we, whom have you not seen, ye love. In whom, though you not seen it, yet believe in. He rejoiced with joy unspeakable and his glorious one, full of glory. Anywhere you turn it, it's beautiful. So, when 
Jesus, this is how Jesus puts it in Mark chapter 11, verse 22. Have faith in God. Wow. Wow. Is that all? Jesus, Jesus, I really need help. Things are so bad. Jesus, please, can you do something? Have faith in God. Is that all you say? Everything I can do is encapsulated, embedded in that. Have faith in God. Do you mind turning to someone and tell the person, whisper to the person, have faith in God. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. I know I'm talking to some people who have had some worrying news in the past few days or past few weeks. Don't worry. Because God has already delivered your soul from death, your eyes from tears, and your feet. <laughs> don't be afraid. So Jesus said, have faith in God. <laughs> Bible says in 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, that whatsoever, eh, what, whatsoever, eh, whatsoever, if it is born of God, then that thing will overcome. If the word you are hearing came from God, it will overcome the obstacles. the word you are believing came from God, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And the actual overcoming element that overcomes the world is our faith. Ah, look at verse 5. It's our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believeth. You are believing, your, your faith and your life is built on Christ, the solid rock. So the victory that overcomes the world is our faith. The victory that guarantees your health is your faith. The victory that guarantees your marriage is your faith. The victory that guarantees your ministry is your faith. The victory that guarantees your children's future is your faith, not your income. Your faith. Sometimes you can train children the best you can, but we sow good seeds. Enemy can come and sow good tests. Because you can't determine the taste of a human being. Some people like red color, others like blue. Others like green, others like purple, others like turquoise, and others like mustard. Some people like vanilla ice cream, others like um, strawberry, others like toffee, others chocolate, others caramella. <laughs> different, different, different. There is no community or no nation or group of people who have only one dish. They have, even the manna, it tasted differently for them. They ate it by every day has a, 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 a glorious taste. Hallelujah. So what I'm trying to say is you can't force a person to the your, your child can have a taste for art. Meanwhile, you want him to be a medical doctor. 
So the future of that child is not in your wishes. It's not in your wishes. But the outcome of a, a person's life is not even just purely based on the school they attend. Even though school matters. It's not just purely based on the schooling they attend. There is a believer behind a person. Be careful. The believer behind what is going on is what determines the actual outcome. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. He says that we are helpers of your faith. First, Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24. We are helpers of your faith. We are not to lord it over you or pull. We are helpers. By faith we stand. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24. By faith we stand. We stand by faith. We are not to have dominion over your faith. By helpers of your joy. For by faith we stand. Listen, this year, this year, if I were you, I would get very busy building and boosting my faith. Because whatever God can do for you is at the mercy of the state of your faith. Even your ability to receive in an atmosphere like this has a lot to do with your, your faith. Now, let me round up by letting you know that, that faith generates results. Results producing faith is what I'm talking about. And for your, watch this, this I'm, I'm running up. For your faith to produce the desired results is not just in the realm of wishing. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. No, you have disconnected yourself from the results. For your faith to bring results, watch this, Bible says that by faith, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3, by faith we understand that the worlds, that including all the galaxies and everything, the worlds were framed by what? Really? Really? Not a bank? Not an accident? Bam! And then everything showed up. How preposterous. The worlds were framed, were framed. When you look at the world, you can tell there's order. Look at the cosmos, there's order. The worlds, if the, the earth moves few meters away from the sun, it will freeze. And if it goes few inches towards, closer to the sun, we will all, global warming cannot come close to anything like that. But for years, it has stayed within its parameters. God told the ocean, you can come this far. <laughs> Even in cases of tsunami, it goes back. Of course. Bible says he determines the boundaries of people. God himself. In, first, in Acts chapter 17, verse 19. In him we live and move and have our being. Verse 29 says that he has determined before time our habitation, where you'll be born. Your date of your place of birth is not your choice. Abi. <laughs> He made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined 
the times before appointed, and the boundaries of the habitation. He knows where you are supposed to be dwelling. God has He's a micromanager. <laughs> he micromanages the entirety of the globe. Hallelujah. And by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Now, this is the key thing. So that this physical thing you see here did not come by some scientific apparatus, but it came from a realm that is not seen. So he says that so that things which are seen were not made of things which appear. So there are, that means that there are things in your life that are yet to appear that are yet to be seen, but they are not going to be seen based on what is already seen. They are, you can get into the unseen, things that have not appeared, to do your transaction and get things. Oh, you understand what I'm talking about? You, you, you have to start living, taking withdrawal from the unseen. <laughs> bring it from things that have not appeared and bring it into where people will see it. That's what faith does. That's what faith does. So you don't have to know it's there before you start celebrating it. Oh. If God said it, you just have to know that it's there. It's there. If God said it. God said it. I don't know who I'm preaching to. You've been so worried about your marriage. Get over this fear and latch onto God's word and start speaking what God said. That's where I'm going. So then, now, this is a quick point. For you to begin to experience some things physically, you must learn how to enter into the realm where they don't see things that haven't appeared yet and take from there by faith and begin to bring it. So a time is coming where almost, almost every major thing, glorious thing around your life didn't come because people didn't see it coming. For eye has not seen, nor ear heard, neither has he entered in him the heart of him. What God has prepared for those who love him. There are things that no eye has seen yet. So faith brings things from the realm of the invisible into the realm of visible. Because Bible says in Colossians chapter 1, that by verse 16, by Jesus Christ, all things were created. Things that are, all things were created that are in heaven, that are in earth. What's the next statement? They are created already. So there are things created that are not visible. There are things created already. So you have to just get into the realm of the unseen by faith and begin to download and bring them into the realm of sin. But it takes faith. So faith has got results. Now, if you are going to see results by faith, the results, the faith that produces results is a faith that is rooted in action. When you read Hebrews chapter 11, the hall of faith, it's not defining faith per se, but it's explaining, it's demonstrating actions of faith. Hebrews chapter 11, by faith this one did, by faith this one did, by faith. He didn't, he was not, it's not, it's not an, um, uh, for academic exercise to explain, you know, faith is like, no, he was telling us how faith, so it's more action, action. Now, what's the point here? If you want to see God at work or your faith producing, you better start taking action on what you have believed 
Now, so for faith to produce results, it must be an action-based faith. Are you getting me? So your, our faith must be an action. It's based on, the faith is, it produces actions. The, 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 in the book of James, he said, show me your faith without your works. He said, don't you know that faith without works is dead? It's just like the body without spirit. When the spirit leaves, the body is useless. He doesn't even fear gun anymore. He doesn't fear court anymore. The person is, the spirit is gone. So he said, the body without spirit is dead. It's not, it's, it's irrelevant. It's dead. In the same way, faith without works, it's not. So there are people who say, I have faith. I'm a man of faith, but there's no corresponding works. So the faith is non-productive. So before you tell me, I've, be, I've, I've been believing God, nothing has happened. Show me your corresponding actions that were born out of the believing. Did you understand what I'm saying? So that is very important. And now, so watch this, this is very important. For the faith, for faith to be action faith, watch this, this is very important. Number one is that, number one, faith will always generate results. Number two, your faith, for you to generate results, it must be action-based faith or an action faith. Now, number three, for your faith to be action, watch this, this is a key one. For your faith to be an action faith or action producing faith, watch this, it must be spirit born. So you don't sit down one day and say, um, okay, I'm, I'm going to. We are, we are praying, you are not praying. We are fasting, you are not fasting, but you want to walk by faith. Then it's spiritual. You get to, you gotta give your spiritual life a boost so you can walk by faith. That's what I'm saying. Faith is not just a decision. I've decided to walk by faith. I've decided. You will be scared. You will be scared. It it will just be exercising in bold exercising boldness, bold face. There's a difference between bold face and boldness. I hope you know that. You look bold, but you are not really bold. Brothers and sisters, there are many. Um, old Christians, new Christians, pastors, bishops, apostles, who at certain points in time have taken actions without faith. Because faith is not always resident for any, it's not natural. This faith I'm talking about is not natural. It's not natural, it's supernatural. So for you to be able to engage in this supernatural act, it first of all starts from your spirit. The state of your spirit will determine whether you can take action faith or not. Or uh, you can take steps of, are you getting what I'm saying? The state of your spirit, let's not reduce it to just an action. Two people can be doing the same thing. One is based on faith and it's coming from their spiritual strength. The other person, it's just also action. You will see the difference of the, in the results. Because faith, real faith, is spirit born. So now this brings me to one of our key scriptures we read earlier on, but it's repeated in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. He said, we also, says that we have in there. Can we, can we read the first line together? Let's go. We have the same spirit of faith. One more time. Oh, come on, say it louder. We have the same spirit of faith. It's a spirit of faith. It's a spirit. We have in the same spirit of according to Acts written. Then you quote Psalm 116, verse 10. I believe. So when the guy was saying that the Lord shall deliver my soul from death, 
my eyes from tears, my feet from falling. It was the spirit of faith at work that speaks. Other than that, you just be saying it, but you yourself, you know that it's in work. Having people say things that um, they say we should say, but let me try. Let me. You give it a go, but you are not living it. I am suggesting to somebody to be able to maximize working with God and seeing the move of God in your life. You really need to give attention to being spiritual. You, you can't be. You can't be walking carnally, fighting anybody, gossiping, insulting your wife, insulting your husband, um, watching pornography, um, sleeping around, and expect to walk by faith. You are talking. You are walking by fake. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Because faith is, is, is spiritual. It's spiritual. So it's not just an intellectual, that's what I'm trying to say. It's not just an intellectual thing. Doubt is intellectual, but faith is in the spirit. Say, who shall say to this mountain, be that, and does not doubt in his heart. So faith is a spiritual thing. Say, faith is a spiritual thing. Can 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 we be real as I get ready to run? Can we be real for you? How many of us have wanted to walk by faith, but eternally the thing was not working? There have been instances you wanted to walk by faith, but <laughs> most of the time, and sometimes when we begin to make people feel very special, wow, you have a lot of faith, it's because they are spiritual. Because real faith comes from the Spirit. Because John 4, 24, God is a Spirit. You can't go, how can you go into the spirit realm and download things when you are not spiritual? He said, he carried me to the mountain in the spirit. And the spirit of the Lord came upon me and took me. Isaiah, Ezekiel chapter 37, the spirit of the Lord led me. Bible says in Luke chapter 4 and Matthew chapter 4 verse 1, the spirit of God led him into the wilderness. Led him, he was carried. In Revelation chapter 4 verse, uh, verse 10, he said, I was in the spirit. Verse chapter 1 verse 10, chapter 4 verse 2. I was in the spirit. He carried me in the spirit into a high mountain. Chapter 17, verse 3. Into a high mountain. In the spirit. I thank God who I serve from my spirit, according to Paul. Romans 1 9. It's spirit. So, listen, I think you'll be making a mistake. You'll dis- discourage yourself if you just think that, okay, I walk by faith. Okay, I walk by faith. <laughs> How many of you have gone into a place of prayer and after praying, you just knew that you are fine? You didn't need encouragement to stop crying. Because after your spirit was lifted, ah, after your spirit was revived, Bible talk about jo- 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 Jacob, when he, when he heard about his son, his spirit was revived. He went to Egypt because he went in the spirit. His spirit was revived. When your spirit is revived, there are no, there's nothing God is saying he will do which you can't easily believe. But many of us are trying to believe on an empty spirit. You've not been reading your Bible. You've not been praying. 
you are just been in church for a long time and you know all the songs, you know when to say amen, you know that you no know, church we have dancing style, you know what to wear, and everybody there, hello sister, hello brother, hello there. You you are always online, you know which preacher is more powerful, which preacher is doing this. But you see, spiritually, you are still low. Because after you watch all the preachings, you have not been able to overcome your flesh. So now, faith generates results. The result generating faith must be action, action faith. For it to be action faith, then it must be spirit seated or spirit born. I say some sicknesses are airborne. This kind of faith is spirit born. And then finally, for it to be spirit born and for you to be spiritual, you must expose yourself to a certain intense, wet, saturated environment. Because it doesn't matter how much you pray, if you don't expose yourself to the word of God, your spirit does not have the fortitude to be able to lead you. Because your spirit will be weak and your body will always, your soul will always lead you. The succubus Christian. The, the, the soul will be your leading part. But when your spirit is fed on God's word and you stay on God's word, faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the, of the word of God. Faith comes, faith comes. As you expose yourself to the word of God, the spirit is getting strengthened. And when your spirit gets strengthened, you can now begin to operate by the spirit of faith. Then, anytime, you know, God has loaded your spirit with some bullets today. All you need is just a spiritual environment. In this season of fasting, you know, there are certain times in my life and seasons in my life, I don't bother on some things. This is your fasting. This is not the time for you to do party. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a sin. Don't get me wrong. Because you need a certain level of concentration. Elijah said to Elisha, if you see me go, when it comes to catching certain things of the spirit, you need a certain level of concentration. A certain level of concentration. You don't need distractions, too much distractions. Some things are distractions. Some things are distractions because at this season, you need to harness all your internal or all your arsenal, harness your abilities, harness, harness it in one direction to maximize the results God is about to produce in your life. For you shall deliver my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from fall. Jesus said, have faith in God. And to have faith in God, the core thing I'm saying is that, uh, today I'm talking about the spirit of faith. It's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing. It's not just you start down one day, um, okay, uh, okay, I'll believe. Hey, it's not faith. Though. <laughs> it's not but that's how it happens, spirit of faith. In a certain, like some of you, I know, hearing, hearing this message, your spirituality has boosted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You feel, you, you can tell that you are not the same when you were coming in. Now you, are, you feel different. You feel I can take on the, the year now. Hey, You feel I can go for that interview. 
You feel I can go for the meeting. You feel I will buy the house. You feel I can do the outreach. You feel I can overcome that temptation. Now, you know you are going back home as a changed person. You are going back home a different person. You know you are going back home with strength, with faith in your heart. You know your health is the You know your family is safe. Shall I believe? That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. You cannot be the same again. Your life cannot be the same again. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. We pray you have been strengthened and enlightened. You can connect with David Entry on all relevant social media platforms, including Instagram and LinkedIn. You can also hear many more messages from David Entry on all relevant streaming platforms and the Carriage Church app. Don't forget to like and share the message. Be blessed.